Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the fourth live stream of 2019. I'm, of course, your gracious host, Jabez Lewis, and I'm really glad that you could make it. I have, until about 10 minutes ago, uh, only managed to change the actual title of this event, which was still saying last week's title, so it's one of those things. Uh, I totally forgot about that up until about 10 minutes ago. Now it says, Converting Skin Shaders for Use with iRay in Death Studio. So, uh, Older Skin Shaders, I meant, so it's not quite the correct title, should have read Converting Older Skin Shaders. And this is kind of a follow-up of what I did uh, last week, namely about the, whoops, what's happening here? That's my monitor in vision there. That's not what we want. There we go. Much better. Sorry. Sorry about that. One of those hitches of life technology. Hey? So uh, yes, it's kind of a follow-up of what I did last week where I showed you how to convert older models to use with iRay and then we applied materials from the library to uh, Clank and to Stacy and this is kind of a follow-up in that we've only converted Stacy in my last video in my last live stream but we didn't actually make her skin look handsome so uh, I've created this here as a thumbnail uh, for this event and this is what I've done there so on the left hand side we've got the regular three delight render and on the right hand side we have me having converted those materials into iray materials and they look much better when rendered in iray so if you convert a material from 3d light to iray and then you render it in iray it kind of will look okay-ish but still very flat and this is partly inspired by i didn't get time to show you this last time but also because i've had a nice little discussion with uh, rod on the uh, on on several youtube comments so hello rod in case you're watching uh, i really enjoyed the girls from tna that's what rod's been doing since 2009 on renderosity and he's mainly a poser user, a long-time poser user. And uh, he's kind of getting into Dance Studio. He's got a very expensive graphics card. Congratulations for that. The RTX 2048 Ti. It's one of the most expensive graphics cards that you can get. So uh, very interesting. I'd love to buy one. I'm not sure if it'll fit in my case, but, you know, one of those things. And he's posted a couple of pictures and he said, hey, I'm not entirely happy with how my older shaders look under iray so i thought today i'm going to grab a model like a genesis 8 model charlotte namely and i'm gonna copy her skin shaders onto stacy using stacy's original kind of uh, skin material skin color and then getting rid of charlotte's textures and so we can kind of create what we see on the right hand side here there, so that's one thing I wanted to show you. But uh, speaking of Rod, actually, uh, if we've got, um, uh, he's sent me a couple of renders that he's done here. This is one that he's done with his new graphics card. I believe this took about four hours, uh, as opposed to the other one here, which took about, what did you say now, 13 hours? That's, that's a long time. I'm looking at the scene and I'm thinking it's not actually that complex a scene. So uh, one thing I just wanted to give all of you on the way there are settings in Dash Studio that may make that a bit more efficient. So uh, we're going to look at that as well. So these two things. There we go. Yes, uh, this is uh, this is Rod's website, by the way. If you're looking at, uh, if you, uh, I'm going to put a link in the description. There. It's the girls from TNA, and I very much enjoyed that. And I was I was just thinking, my God, that's so much work. What Rod's doing there. So I'll put a link to that in the description. 
While we're in the web browser, let me show you the model that we're going to be using. Stacy, just like last time, Stacy, uh, made in South Africa by Steve from 3D Universe. Well done. Shout out to South Africa. Before I forget this, by the way, I didn't know if you saw this last week in the chat. Zevo popped up. So a belated hello also to South Africa. I believe uh, Zevo, that is like royalty dropping into your chat. So it's awesome, awesome that you could make it. So sorry I didn't see that last week on the chat. It was just, you know, it was going by so fast. One of those things. So hey, thanks to Zevo. Um, and uh, the other item that we're using next to Stacy is her summer splash outfit. Particularly this uh, halter top here and her trousers. That's what we're going to be converting from 3D Light into iRay. And um, yes, I've, I've gone to work on that already. And uh, I'm not quite there yet, but uh, these are the materials that I've converted uh, in, in, in iRay already. Uh, I've not gone through all of them yet. But uh, yes, it's, that's my plan to, to convert them all into IRA and then make them usable. For Patreon supporters, thank you so much to all my Patreon supporters, by the way. There have been three more signups last week over the last 30 days. That's phenomenal. So thank you to every single one of you who's supporting me on Patreon on this mission to make the Poserverse and the Dasverse a better world, or in fact, to make the world a better place, that sort of thing. And every Patreon supporter will get this as soon as I'm done with it for free. All you need to do is sign up and support me and there'll be a free Patreon goodie just for you. So as I said, I'm not quite done yet, but I wanted to show you the process of what this entails and how to do that with literally any character. One thing before we get started, and this is going back to the iRay rendering settings here, uh, just so that I don't forget that, uh, under the render settings tab here, there's this thing, there's these three tabs at the top here, uh, editor, advanced and presets. And um, under presets, I believe, no, I'm so sorry, it's this render settings, isn't it? I'm so sorry, that is not what it is, advanced, there we go, render settings, advanced. Uh, there's these, these few things that you can adjust there. And uh, I, I don't know if you know this, but photo real devices are usually the ones that are rendered, that are used when you hit Control R or Command R on the Mac and when you actually render a final image. Interactive devices, this is something that may or may not happen in your viewport depending on what the draw settings are set. I don't want to get into that. Uh, just, uh, just on the photo real devices, I can select both my CPU and my GPU here. And if you have a file fast CPU and you have a fast GPU, then it is sometimes beneficial to tick both of these things because it means that both devices can be working in tandem together. So uh, if you have a slow CPU and a really fast graphics card, a fast GPU, then that may be detrimental to performance. But if you have a kind of equal shares of a good CPU with a good GPU, then these two may be able to work in tandem. So my system my uh, CPU is as fast as my graphics card. I'm on a dual Intel Xeon system. So that's two CPUs working side by side there. And them together with the graphics card gives me about a 100% increase in render speed. And uh, I just wanted to, to let you know that, have a look at that. Uh, you can also, if you have multiple graphics cards, multiple GPUs, you can select them all here. So if you have, maybe if I ever get a 2048 Ti, then that would probably uh, show up here in Dastory 4.11 that is and then I can probably select them both and with a bit of luck they should both be rendering 
had a tremendous speed and of course that's that's my hope you know I, I need a lot more patreon supporters for that to happen though so one of those things it's not it's not something i'm going to rush out to buy in a hurry just yet but it is on my cards that uh, perhaps at one point i need to replace my graphics card with something faster that's one thing the other thing is slightly further at the bottom here it's called the optics prime acceleration and that's another one of those tips from what i understand and don't quote me on any of this this is i've, I've completely kind of picked that off several uh, sources on the internet there and this is kind of uh, coding language in a way that lets das studio talk to the render engine if if that is correct i mean do correct me if that is complete nonsense but uh, from what i understand if this is switched on the optics prime acceleration then DAS Studio may be able to transmit data faster and compressed to the rendering engine somehow, or it's some way of making the render engine work faster. And I've run some tests when when this system was pre when when, when I when I built this system, and I found that this box ticked means I get faster render results. And um, it's one of those things I've not seen this mentioned in in many forums. So uh, do switch it on and see if it improves your render settings one of those things both cpu and gpu working together and optics prime acceleration both found under the render settings on the advanced tab one of those things if it helps you i'd love to hear from you and uh, and let me know your experiences with it because for me this combination works works rather well now let's get to the meat of things let me open my right hand tab here and bring in two characters the first character that i'm going to bring in from my smart content tab under figures is charlotte i've just picked charlotte because she's one of the first figures that comes up in my smart content tab and because she's kind of a young character and i guess that is um, that's kind of what we can use as a template for applying this to stacy so charlotte i'm also going to go over to the wardrobe and give her something to wear perhaps also one of the first items that comes up is the bando twist bikini for genesis 8 so i'm going to apply that and with that perhaps we're going to go and uh, pick a nice um, uh, outfit here with a tropical top is that can i just apply that here probably have to select it first it's one of those things sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't bottoms tropical bottoms go on as well so that's a nice ivory material there so there that is that that's one character and if i don't do anything else let me just frame her up because we're going to be dealing mainly with the upper body so let me frame her up perhaps i'm going to go and uh, get that a bit wider like so or something like that doesn't really matter that much let's go and create a new camera copy the perspective view and that'll be my camera one for charlotte and uh, also i'm going to go and uh, select her whoops not the camera but charlotte and move her out of the way a little bit so that she's kind of over here and i'm doing that so that i've got charlotte framed up in one camera and in the other camera i'm going to frame up stacy and then i can copy and paste surfaces and then adjust things accordingly so that's going to be my my setup here so that's charlotte on that side and let's also bring up uh, under the content library now under poser formats I have to go and head over to my DAS library and uh, under figures I've got Stacy and Stacy comes in like so 
just as a flat shaded object here and with Stacy selected I'm gonna go and put her pants on and her short top and I think we're also gonna go for the hair so we've got the classic Stacy look there we're not gonna pose her at all I'm gonna frame her up like so and create another camera so that'll be camera two and we can call it Stacy and Charlotte, but if I do that, then the system is going to tell me hey, something like Stacy already exists, so I can't name the node Stacy. I'm just going to stick with camera two. It'll be just fine. So let me switch this over to camera two here so that we have Stacy um, shown here. And I'm going to display these two cameras side by side. So I'm going to head over to window and head over to viewports and I'll say side by side and if I do that then I get both these things now I've got the front view that's not quite what I want here I'm going to go for camera two. Oh, sorry camera one of course that's Charlotte here where's Charlotte didn't I frame that up a minute ago you've seen me do that haven't you right, there we go let's do that again there that's Charlotte here, that's Stacy over here. Now look what happens if I, if I switch the viewports over, then it looks like the aspect ratio is changing. And that is currently because under my render settings, I'm probably rendering the active viewport size. And that means whatever is selected here in regards to aspect ratio will be selected here as soon as I switch over. And that isn't really, that just doesn't look nice. So I can help myself out there by selecting a fixed aspect ratio because we're looking at this portrait. Let's go with something like the golden ratio portrait. And if we lock that in, then I can select whichever viewport and my size of my framed camera doesn't change. So there we go. That's nice. I like that. Right. Uh, last time we, in fact, let's, let's switch the right hand side viewport to iRay. And because I've lost my mind, I'm also going to do the same thing on the left. So this is going to take a little bit of time for the iRay rendering engine to kick in there. And we'll just see what we have so far without doing anything really. Yes, one of those things. This is where you need a time filler, like a cartoon or an advert. This is what, what needs to be playing right now. One of those things. Uh, what I'm expecting to see right now is an image on both sides that is kind of very much burned out. So very way too light for my liking. And hey, there we go. As if by magic, there it appears. So Stacy can kind of be excused because she's not even converted to an IRA material just yet. Charlotte, well, that just looks like a very bright, sunny day. Or is it? All I want to deal with right now is really the environment so the ibl that's exactly what i want to do and i just under render settings uh, just to have a look here it is switched on it's uh, switched on to the default of two but of course the other two light objects that we have in our scene are the headlamps from both cameras camera two and camera one and those are switched on by default i've docked my uh, my cameras here into that camera tab can you see that here that's the camera tab uh, no, you can't actually. Can you? There we go. That's much better. So under camera one, if I select that under the headlamp feature here, I can go and switch that off. So it's currently set to auto and auto is kind of the default. So if I switch that to off, then uh, my camera one should be much darker now. Uh, so I can see I can get a better 
kind of I can get a better impression of the skin color. And I'm going to do the same thing on camera too as well because Stacy is also slightly hot there. That is a technical term, of course, if something is overexposed in the television industry, we always said that's a bit hot. And that means it's just, you know, the, the highlights are burning out. So this is a bit better. It's, it's not perfect. It's not, you know, it's not amazing, but it is the default IBL that we get with that studio. And I think that's a good starting point for me. It looks fairly natural. So there's uh, one thing that I need to do before I even get started, and that is to select all Stacy's materials and convert them to iray just like we did last time that's that's done by literally just applying the iray uber base there uh, i'll do that in a moment for now let's just have a, a kind of a tour of the things that we need to do to convert stacy's skin so one thing is of course the skin and uh, that's uh, that's usually those are little pieces of on the UV map so Charlotte will have a lot Stacy will have a lot and we're going to copy this surface here from Charlotte and move it over to Stacy to one part of Stacy then on that part we're going to go and optimize the shader so that it looks good and once we're happy we're going to paste that onto the rest of Stacy so we're going to start with the chest here and then we're going to plaster that all over her body uh, as soon as we're happy and then you know everything will look nice then we're going to go and have a look at the lips and the eyes the big difference between the skin and the lips and the eyes is we're going to kind of use a, a very similar shader there the difference between the lips and the regular skin is of course that the lips are glossy and they have a different color so stacy doesn't have skin textures as such we do have textures on the clothing but we don't have it on stacy so stacy is completely flat colored to give it that cartoon look and we're going to retain that look but what is happening here to make the skin look as good as it does on the on the um, iray rendering engine with the latest characters is of course that we have this there's uh, one phenomenon that's called subsurface scattering and that is uh, i remember i'm not sure if you remember when you were reading comics underneath your duvet when you were a child you may have done that with a torch and because you know your lights were supposed to be out and your mom wasn't supposed to look at that you're still reading underneath it like it's one of those things and we did it anyway of course and uh, when you hold a torch in the dark to your hand then you'll see that your hand is kind of red and looks all creepy and, and that is subsurface scattering at its best it's uh, it's basically saying that light enters an object scatters around and leaves it in a diffuse manner and thereby illuminating a tiny part inside the object so another example is a glass of milk that you shine a light through or a glass of coke that you put against the sun and then you can actually see the the uh, the color of the coke coke doesn't really coca-cola doesn't even have um, subsurface scattering it just light enters in and it, it kind of kind of just goes out without being scattered too much but the effect is kind of or the principle is the same light enters light scatters and it illuminates part of the inside of the object and all that if you look at her nose here on strong light we can see exactly that if you've seen some characters that have a strong light from the back you'll see the subsurface scattering in there and stacy doesn't have any of that applied she's just a flat cartoon character but those properties we're going to go and apply and you know we'll see we'll see what happens 
So to get going then, let's switch this viewport back to texture shaded to save some resources here on my poor overtaxed computer who's also rendering and streaming and recording this and all that. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go and, and go a little bit easier on him if he does come back to life in a moment that is. Uh, by the way, the technical glitches I told you about last time, I'm having them again today. I can see that YouTube isn't quite happy with the stream, but it looks like that once it's converted, if you're watching this later, YouTube kind of, I don't know, takes a moment and converts the stream into a proper recording and then it looks perfectly fine. So right now I've got the same thing as I had uh, last time that I didn't have uh, that I didn't have a proper good-looking 1080p return but it didn't seem to matter so I didn't have to re-upload my uh, project to YouTube which is great so I, I like I like that so I'm kind of hoping it's happening again today but you know can we be sure about that we can't really can we so hey we'll have to wait and see just like we're waiting for the computer to please not crash that would be you know but then philosophically speaking, if we don't focus on the computer crashing, perhaps it won't crash. So there we go. I've had this several times before. Sometimes it just takes a while for the iRay render port to be switched off. It's, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, currently, I can't really do anything. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's, that's not good. When that happens, that really isn't good. Sadly, I also didn't save the scene before I started uh, just clicking one button. It's one of those things. Terrible. Yes, that isn't good now, is it? Does it help if we switch anything off? It doesn't really, does it? Usually this comes back to life. Uh, sadly, maybe today it is one of those days where that doesn't happen. I don't really want to mess up with Control-Alt-Delete and see what's going on here. Yes, not responding isn't quite the answer I was expecting here. That's a, that's a bit of a shame, isn't it? But we'll give it a little bit more time. Let's, let's seize this time. If you have any questions, do let me know in the chat and then we can always talk about something else while my computer is, I don't know, thinking about it here. So, um, yeah, the nature of live television, I guess, you know, it's, uh, it's not always predictable. And of course, in a recording, I would edit this out so that wouldn't, that wouldn't happen. So, uh, yeah. Rather than me having to completely restart that studio and start again, which I'd like to avoid, let's seize the time for something else. Maybe we'll look at a bit of uh, uh, Rod's series, The Girls from TNA. Let's do that. So uh, Rod's been doing this since, um, since 2009, he told me. And I did start, like you do on a, um, on, a, on a comic, I did start at the end at first, and I didn't quite get the story so I thought I'm gonna go and start again from the top and I understood it much better and uh, uh, very quickly I kind of got into it so what I like about Rod's work is that uh, you can see the regular kind of renders here but uh, but very often and I believe I've noticed that in the in the kind of in the first chapter here where the story is established and the, the girls are being sent to Las Vegas. Uh, what he did there is he combines real photos with the 3D renders. And I really like that. It's a very cool idea of uh, of putting a believable story together. So it's very, there's a lot of uh, post-production going in there. So you can see this is an actual photo of McCarran Airport. Uh, Julia and I got married there, by the way, in Las Vegas in 2004. So that was uh, many, many years ago. 
Julia, by the way, isn't here with me today, which is such a shame because uh, she had a dentist appointment. Check it out on Friday at 10 o'clock. And I was thinking, it's live stream time. Why, why do we do that? Terrible. But hey, she had made the appointment in December, I believe, where I hadn't quite settled on this time slot. One of those things. Ah, I think we have good news here. My computer has gone back. Uh, we'll stick with this. And should my computer freak out again, I can always, I've always got something else to go back to. Let's talk more about that studio. I'm so sorry about this. This wasn't supposed to happen. Let me save my scene here uh, just so that in case this happens again, um, skin conversion, let's call it that. Conversion, there we go. Just in case this happens again, I do have something to bring back. I can't see anything in camera one right now because I've switched the headlamp off because it didn't look good in the render. Let me switch that back on. That's on camera one here, just so that uh, we can see the surfaces that we're gonna that we're gonna select. Stacy, on the other hand, I'm gonna keep in iRay and I'm gonna keep the um, what's it called the uh, headlamp switched off so that we can see this properly rendered here. Righty, so um, with Stacy then selected and all her pants, short hair and the short top under render settings, sorry, under surfaces, let's head over to uh, select all these things here, head over to presets, head over to shaders and head over to iRay and apply the iRay Uber base. And that will, first of all, convert everything that we have uh, to iRay material. So now they're gonna be editable in the surfaces tab. I'll close all these down and focus on the skin of Stacy. With my surface selection tool over here, Biscuits is here. Biscuits, hello. Hello to Holland. Biscuits is uh, one of my Patreon supporters, by the way. I'm supporting her as well on Patreon. She makes amazing hair props and outfits. So check her page out. Very nice. Biscuits 3D on Renderosity. I featured some of her hair props in an earlier video. And she's doing amazing work. So hello, Biscuits. Nice of you to join. Nice of you. That, glad you could make it this time. Very nice. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm selecting Stacy, I'm selecting with the surface selection tool, I'm going to go and select Stacy's chest. If I hover over that, I'll see that part that I'm selecting. So hover over that skin chest, I'm going to select that and that'll select that here in the surfaces palette as well. There's a couple of things I want to do before we do anything uh, nasty. So her skin color, this is kind of a good sample of a skin color. Her skin is is fairly simple. We have one base color and the, that color is also repeated as a base diffuse color here in the diffuse tab and maybe elsewhere but other than that she doesn't really have anything else applied. So what I like to do here to remember this color because we're going to override that in a moment is just single tap into that and that'll bring up that Windows color picker here. And I've done this already, but if you haven't, so if, uh, if uh, you have just selected a color, it'll appear here in this square and you can change it if you like to something that, that, you would, uh, that, that you'd like to change it to. Or you can also drag this square over to any of these squares to kind of remember that color as a custom color. So I've put that here already, so it's not gonna make a difference, but just to show you, I will also put that here 
And that's then a square I can go back to. So if I change my color to something else like this, that's going to look uh, terrible now. But if I wanted to go back to the color that I've just remembered, I only, uh, the only thing I have to do is just click here and then bring that color back. And I wanted to lock in Stacy's skin color because we're going to override that value with something we're going to select from Charlotte's skin now. So let's do that with um, with this surface selected, which we now know is Stacy's skin chest surface. Let's move over to Charlotte and select her kind of torso here. So this is all a big uh, orange bit that's going to light up now. So this is all one surface with Charlotte. And I believe I have to, yeah, there we go, selecting it as well. Uh, it looks like it's not coming up here, but if we go and drill down into Charlotte, I can see that her torso is selected. And that's all the, the torso surface properties here. So we can see that she has several bits applied here. She's got a skin color, she's got a, sorry, skin texture. She's also got a translucency texture and a dual lobe specular reflectivity texture. Very, very intricate and boring. I'm not, I'm not that clued up on shaders yet. This is one thing that I really need to brush up on. But, you know, without any documentation on the DAS side, it's a little bit difficult to do that. So uh, let's, for now, let's just go uh, right-click on the torso and copy the selected surface here. With that done, I'll head over back to Stacy and select her skin chest. And I'm going to go and right-click over this and select Paste to Selected Surfaces. And that'll copy everything that Charlotte has on her torso onto Stacy's chest area, which is cool. When you do this copying and pasting, make sure you do this in the Surfaces tab. So I can't select the surface here, I don't think, and copy that from here. I don't think that's, uh, that's here. I can only select surfaces. When it comes to copying, so I can select it from here, then go over here and then head over to uh, right-click, and then you can copy and paste surfaces in the Surfaces tab. That doesn't work in the viewport. Just thought I'd let you know that. So with Stacy's chest selected, we can see this is now not exactly what I want. So the first thing I'm going to go and do is get rid of the skin textures. And I do that by clicking on that little square and heading over to none. That'll get rid of that. That'll also have the underlying color now, which is just a plain white. So what we can do in the same instance, then click on the color and bring back the Stacy regular skin color that we had just copied here. So let's select that just so that we've got that in there. I'm going to do exactly the same on the translucency color. First, I'm going to go and get rid of the skin texture altogether. And I'm going to go and apply the translucency color uh, also to Stacy's skin color. This is another spam call, by the way. I've made a video over on my other channel about how many spam calls I'm getting. Good time to switch off that phone. Eh? I'm getting about, I don't know, 50, 60 spam calls a week. And that's kind of, it's a little bit crazy. I really, I, I don't know what's going on. What is, what is America coming to these days? Eh? Yeah, crazy stuff. What you have to keep up with. Dual lobe specular reflectivity. We're also going to get rid of that. We're going to have a completely flat color there. If this list appears a little bit too long, which to me it, it does, you can whittle it down. So rather than just select the skin chest property at the top here, you can go through this bit by bit. So base is a, is a very uh, large list as well. But again, you can whittle this down by just selecting 
each of these items individually. So diffuse, we've set that up. The diffuse is really the only thing that we want to use here. Dual specular weight with the properties I think we're going to leave in place. Glossy, we're going to leave in place. Just looking through if we have a bump or any other texture map applies. So on the bump, we do have that. So we've got a bump base. So let's switch that off. We also have a normal map applied. Let's also switch that off. So we don't reference any textures from another character. That's very important. And uh, transmitted color. And we're gonna, yeah, that's actually that's a good point. Let's get rid of that as well. Um, this has now this has got to do with the subsurface scattering that I've mentioned earlier. Uh, but sometimes it, it doesn't really give you the results that you want. So on Charlotte, it kind of worked, but on Stacy, I don't think this is a good look. I think the, the skin has this kind of bluish tinge to it. And this is kind of what, what we see here. So on a real life person, I guess that would work well if we have kind of yellowish skin, but our blood's kind of more like a dark purplish kind of tinge that would then come out. So in order to get rid of that, we can just switch over the uh, subsurface scattering mode from chromatic to mono. And that'll do one thing. The transmitted color, I'm also just going to replace with Stacy's skin color for now. And we'll see, I think that may have a good effect there. If this is still a bit too dark, perhaps we can just set that to, uh, to white. That's another idea. It's one of those things. Trial and error. Let's test it out. I think that is, that is even nicer. So I like to retain the properties of subsurface scattering. I just don't want them as extreme and I don't want it to, do, to distort the color values that much. So I believe that's, that's it here. We've got emission and geometry. We can leave that as it is. And that's kind of I'm, I'm fairly happy with the result that I'm seeing there as a, as a skin. So I'm going to leave that intact and I'm going to go and copy those properties from the chest area. And now I need to plaster that over most of Stacy's of the, of the rest of Stacy's body. So let's select from the, uh, from the list here, you can select the arms and then with control held down, you can select the feet and the hands and the head and the skin, hips, skin, legs, bottom, basically everything that we think this skin shader would apply to. So I'm not going to deal with the inside of the mouth yet uh, or the lips or the eyelashes. I think I'm going to leave that intact for now and just go and hit paste to selected surfaces. And what that should do now is give us an overall material here on all of Stacy's skin. At least that's the, that's the plan. So without that orange stuff selected here, let's go and select off Stacy there completely, or maybe just select a different surface. That looks okay. So that looks almost like the render that I did there that I showed you earlier on the skin at least. So uh, that's something, you know, we can keep in mind. This is the result with, with a bit of proper lighting applied. And we can do the same thing now with the rest of her body. So what looks different <coughs> now is the lips. They need a bit of gloss there to it. And the eyes, they also need a bit of gloss and shine to it. And then, of course, there's the hair. So we need to deal with the hair separately. And then there's her outfit. But in principle, that is how you do that. So let's just get, um, let's just plow through it and see if we can do the same to the lips. 
Lips are a little bit more tricky, just a tiny bit more tricky, uh, only because they have uh, another bump map attached and they have a different color and they've got that, that glossiness there. Yeah, I don't think my computer is very well. Usually he reacts much faster uh, with this uh, with this all in place. So in um, on Stacy's lips, we can see we have two surfaces here and they happen to have different colors. So that's, I think that was maybe a mistake on the, on the original default material that's applied there. I believe you do get a couple of other makeup options under uh, pose, I believe that is under Stacy. Yeah, you do get some other makeup options. So we've got goth and stunning. That's the default, and we've got the tune map as well. So um, depending on which one of these you'd like to choose, I think I'm going to stick with whatever is on the default there right now. And with the upper lip selected, that looks more like a lip color. Uh, I'm going to head over and uh, under the base color you can either just select that from the top here or under the under base under base color i'm going to click in that and again i've already done that i'm going to drag that lip color over to my color swatch here so that i can bring it back in a moment because now what i'm going to do is i'm going to head over back to charlotte and sample her whoops that's a little bit much isn't it so i'm going to sample her lip area so with that selected in the surfaces tab again, I can see Charlotte's lips and I'm going to go and copy that selected surface. I'm going to apply that to Stacy's top lip. So we've got top lip and bottom lip. So we're going to go and start with that. And the top lip is just called lips and the bottom lip is called bottom lip. There we go. Exciting. Let's start with the top lip, apply, paste the selected surfaces from Charlotte and we'll do more or less exactly the same as we did before. So under base, under the diffuse option, we're going to get rid of her textures, both translucency color and the diffuse color. And under base color, we're going to go and apply the lip color that we've just copied there, both from base and translucency for now. And we're getting somewhere. We've got we've got a bit of lip, like glossy type lip. The lips look very dark. So let's have a look what else is going on there. Uh, dual lobe specular. We've got a reflectivity map or specular map. Let's get rid of that as well. Rest of the settings we're going to leave intact. Glossy, glossy color. This is the color that any of the reflections reflect. So don't set that to the lip color. Otherwise, white light isn't going to reflect on her lip. So if you change this and the reflection color that we see here, that's just this white, tiny little white dot. That is what we're getting from the image-based lighting now. That's the color of the image-based lighting coming back. If we set this to anything other than white, then whatever white comes in will be reflected as that color. So careful with that. I can also see just about, can you see that if I zoom in there? Ah, so my face is in the way, isn't it? Oh, there we go. That may work. You can also see that a little bit of a bump map is coming through here. So there's a bump map applied. Let's go and see if we can get rid of that uh, under bump. Of course it is. And uh, there's a base bump and there's a normal map. So let's get rid of those. And I believe that is more or less it. I'm just going to go through the other options. Oh yeah, we've got the transmitted color value. See again, I think I'm going to go and change that to monochromatic again. And the transmitted color, I, it, I do actually like the lip color 
right now we can always see what happens if we apply her original lip color to the subsurface scattering settings that makes them a little bit darker I'm not entirely sure if I like it. I kind of like the previous look there, but it's personal preference. I may have just returned to the previous color and just leave that. I think that looks, that looks like a nice lip color there. Emission shouldn't be set. Uh, geometry is also not set. That's perfect. So let's copy those surfaces and put them over to the bottom lip here. There. That's the ticket. Now we have glossy red lips. It's kind of nice. Just select something else so that this, uh, this selection goes away so we can have a closer look at her face there. Or if I wanted to make that larger, I guess I can just go and get rid of that. That'll be Stacy slightly larger. I can even go get rid of that. That's another idea. Maybe I should do that. That's, a, that's an even better idea. Yeah, let's work like that. That's cool. That's cool. In that case, I can probably bring my surfaces tab back here. Yes. So good. We can we can see we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. How am I doing on time here? I didn't want to do this for like, you know, two hours like I did the last few live streams. I'm trying to keep this to about an hour if I can. So yeah, I'm kind of doing OK. So, you know, thank you for sticking with me here through all the computer issues I'm, I'm getting through. For the eyes, we can do more or less the same thing as we did for the lips. We can either go back to Charlotte's eyes and uh, copy those uh, properties, or we can get started with the lips. So the eyes are very similar to, um, to what we've got here. I, I'm not sure if they have a texture applied. I don't think they do. No, they're all made from flat bits and bobs. So we've got several things. We've got the uh, eye lens, but we also have the inner eye and then we also have the pupil and then we also have the iris so that's all done with with flat colors and we'll see what we can what we can do there so uh, it's it's kind of up to you you can go back to charlotte or you can now say i've got a good base for a glossy type shader from the lips and we can apply the lip color and just go and, and make sure we apply the other flat color values <coughs> to the eyes <coughs> So perhaps I'm going to do that. I think I've just I've still got the bottom lip material selected here. Let me try what happens if I select the eyes. So that should now be the whole white bit in the eyes. Uh, just looking through the colors here, all that's applied is white. So perhaps I'm just going to go and paste that, which will now screw up my color. So it's going to look a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, Stacy is looking more or less like a bit of a monster right now, like a bit of an alien. So let's make sure we turn that back to white over here, the translucency color as well. And we'll see how that goes. So this gives us the kind of white glossy bit in the eye. That's nice. We do see some other things there, but that's also because we have other, uh, uh, other objects that make the eye up. So there, this is one of those things, um, transmitted color. I'm not entirely sure if that's correct. If we just should go for white instead of that, because that was the, um, that was the subsurface scattering there that we've had. So let's make that white for now. Okay, so we're kind of we're kind of getting there. Let me copy that material because that's kind of a uh, kind of a base there. And let's see what we can do about the inner eye. If we paste the same material to the inner eye. Okay, that's looking a little bit better now. 
And now let's see if we can do something to the pupil. I think the pupil is probably all right. It's just a matte black color. Perhaps I'm gonna leave that and I'm just gonna go and focus on the iris. And the iris is very pronounced with Stacy. It was also a, a matte thing. I think we may make that shiny, but uh, again, with the base color, I think I'm gonna click on that and make sure I'm gonna go and drag that in here so that I have Stacy's original iris color. This may go horribly wrong now. I'll, I'll see. I'll see how this works. If I go and paste the eye material to that as well, what happens is I can barely make out her iris. Well, that's probably because uh, now the base color is also white. So let's see if we can apply the brown there. See if that brings out the iris or not quite. We may have to do some additional tweaking. I remember the eyes were a little bit difficult. Uh, I did spend quite some time on there. Let's hope I can remember what it is that I did there. So right now, I guess we can't actually see the base color of the eye and we can put the translucency color here as well, like we did on the, on the rest. But I think what is preventing us from seeing the pupil through the uh, through that is now that we have some kind of a top coat that prevents us from looking into the eye and that's not actually something that is about the iris that is more something about the actual eye color here so that's it so in here in the eye lens is that the eye lens or the eye white i think it's the eye white in the eye white let's have a look at the top coat and see if we know we don't have a top weight here so interesting, interesting. Not sure what's going on. Oh, my wife has just come back. How exciting from the dentist. How was it? Excellent, I'm glad. I'm glad you're back. So it was just a checkup, everything good? Yeah, it was just a cleaning. Oh, it's just cleaning, okay, cool. And you didn't do anything drastic? Yeah, not till next week. Oh, okay, so it's next week is another session, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, my wife's got a kind of a bad tooth and uh, the dentist was suggesting some drastic measures and it's, uh, it's one of those things. Um, one of those things. Michael, thank you so much for, for joining us. It, it was a little bit hairy here. My computer kept crashing. So it's, uh, well, it didn't quite crash. It just kind of half hung itself. So yes, uh, uh, watch it. And if there's anything that's boring, just scroll through it, which I hope there isn't. Biscuits has just given me two euros, two, two euros 29 via super chat. This is awesome. Thank you so much for your support. That is really exciting. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That is, wow, look at that. She's done it again, 99 cents. This is exciting. The money is flying in today. I love it. Biscuits, you are the best. Thank you so much. This is exciting. I love it. I really love it when that happens. Uh, last week, we had quite a bit of discussion going as well. Um, uh, today, we have more viewers. I can see that, but uh, chat is a little bit quiet. Feel free to chip in, everybody. Thank you so much, Biscuits, for supporting me on this mission. Let's see if we can get these eyes sorted, shall we? There's another thing actually I can see about the eyes. Maybe I'll zoom in just a little bit. There's the eye, the outer eye, I believe this material is called here. The outer eye is the area around the eye. And uh, let me just switch my uh, switch back to this tool here. This is the, the bit that's now a little bit white. You see that, that tiny bit of a white circle. I think that is, that is another material. I think we need to apply either a darker material to that. That's a bit of an eyeshadow type thing. So we're right now we're focusing on the eye white here and uh, 
uh, I don't know why that pupil isn't showing through. One thing that I like to do is change the base color of the material that you want to that you're not quite sure about and switch that to black or some other color and if you do that then you can see is this actually the material that I need to tweak. So in my case what I'd like to tweak here, the eye white, what I thought was the eye white, hasn't actually changed. So I'm going to go and bring that back to the regular eye white base color that we've had here. So eye white isn't what I'm looking for. So what else could we have? What else could it be? It looks like the regular eye, eye lens. I'm not sure. Could it be the eye lens? Let's try the eye lens. If I change that to a different color, make it, make it red, for example. I would expect whatever is white now to change its color properties. Has that done it? Yeah, it kind of has. It kind of has, hasn't it? Hmm. Okay. So maybe this is the material that I'm that I should be looking at. Make that even redder so that I can see. Yeah, okay, cool. So this is I guess this is the material that has some kind of a top coat applied that doesn't let me see the pupil underneath it. And that's kind of what I'm what I'm trying to work on here. It could be that. So I'm going to go back to white here. If it was in fact white, let's have a look at the top code. Top code weight is in fact not there. Geometry, cutout opacity. That's something we can look at. Uh, cutout opacity that makes that that uh, makes whatever is on there uh, less visible. So this is basically like the the regular opacity slider in 3D light. And it looks like that has kind of done what I wanted it to do. So the eye is basically round and it doesn't have a texture cut out. I could kind of play with that a little bit and see uh, if a little bit of an eye white value would do the trick. So that we have a bit of a kind of that we get the, the impression of an eyeball, but we still see the pupil underneath it. And even with 0.25, it's, uh, it's still a little bit too much for me. Let me try 0.1 and see what that does. If we even need it, you know, that's one of those things. If we even need it, I think I can work with that. I think I can work with that. I, can, I still get the impression of Stacy's kind of trademark um, bulging pupils. I really like to retain that. Yeah, and I get the glossiness that I want, and the pupil is a completely uh, this bit in the the black bit in the in the middle. That is a completely flat black matte color. So I think I'm going to retain that. There's two areas that spring to mind that need a bit of a work around here before we get onto the eyelashes and the hair and and the rest of it. There is uh, this area around the eye. So that is something I want to address. And then there's, of course, the area at the top here, which is kind of the eyelid, I guess. And that's traditionally, I guess, where we would apply makeup to a character. And I think I want to do something similar there. I'm going to copy the regular skin shader, perhaps from the face. Let's go and uh, select the surfaces again. Let's just go for the face color, skin head. Excellent. Uh, let's copy those selected surfaces. But before we do anything, let's select this area, the eye shadow, and just once again, copy this color into perhaps into here. We can, of course, use anything. We can use something like a purple. You can apply a texture map to have to have Stacey wear makeup and all that. Let's paste that skin, the regular skin shader in there and then go through the base color and just offset that just ever so slightly. I believe it was this here. So it's not going to make a major difference, but you know, it'll it'll see it'll appear just a little bit different and that's just, you know, that's what what this is all about, subtlety. 
under base do we have anything else that we want to have yet yeah, diffuse is another thing that we can tweak to that color again it's very very subtle it's almost almost no effect but i can see this is uh, giving us a little bit of a of a shadow here in fact it's you know popping out with a tiny bit of of purple so i'm, I'm already happy with with those results here now um eyebrows eyebrows are drawn on aren't they i don't think they're a separate geometric 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 figure there i don't think come back stacy where are you there we go stacy's face has escaped the viewport terrible so um the regular eyebrows we're going to do exactly the same thing we're going to go and copy that slightly darker brown i believe we have it here already let's in fact let's just overwrite that it's just going to be a little bit darker and then apply the regular skin shader on it and once again just replace the colors here that one and that one and that should give us nice eyebrows there we go now the eyelashes i believe while we're at it i believe the eyelashes are also available as a separate surface but we can see just about here on the right hand side they have a little bit of transparency applied to it so we can do uh, we can do the same thing as we did before first of all copy that color which isn't completely black i'll pop that here it's not a complete black it's kind of slightly racist it's kind of a very dark gray apply our we can do two things now we can either apply the regular skin shader or we can apply the lip shader or the eye shader and we can do that so that her eyelashes have a little bit of a shine to it and that is something that uh, that may look nice it may not so uh, why don't we try it out hey? let's go back to the lips here let me copy the lip surface and select the eyelashes again paste my lip shader onto that and uh, now we go and put the the black eyelash color into that and we can see if we needed a bit of transparency there on top of that now i think the transparency is kind of is is probably a bit too um that's on a geometry cut out opacity oh, i can just see a bit of a a bit of a gloss there that's that's quite nice make it a little bit transparent because we don't want them to look like you know bats for lashes type thing we don't want to do that so maybe 0.5 on the cut out opacity that'll do the trick we'll see in the final render if this is going to be if this is nice or not have i missed anything yes one thing that i have missed which is the area around the eye perhaps actually while i'm zooming in and out i can probably do a better job if i go and just create another uh, camera there one that's close on her face and one that's kind of slightly wider so i don't have to constantly zoom in and out i just have a have a straight value for that maybe i'll do that create a new camera copy everything from camera two and camera three can be now can be our uh, wide shot camera perhaps so if i need something i'll go and go to camera three and then i have the stacy's wide shot here there great let's go back to the close-up and just quickly fix the area around the eye here because uh, i kind of like the idea of that being um this this bit here 
that bit. That should either be the regular skin shader or we can probably, uh, if she would be wearing makeup, that, that could be a, 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 almost a similar thing as the eyelashes. So perhaps I'll do that. Select the eye, or eyebrow, sorry, not the eye, eyelashes. Eyebrow, select that. Uh, look at that surface here, which is the around the, not that. Look into my eyes, the inner eye, not around the eye. Paste the surface. We'll see what that looks like. That may be a little bit overkill. If this is a bit dark, if this is a bit much now, then uh, we'll, do, we'll do something else. Yeah, maybe it's just a little bit overkill, isn't it? Oh, I can also see some kind of texture applied here. That's really not what I want. So, okay, let's go for the regular uh, skin shader here. Uh, select that. Copy that. And use the inner eye here. Come on. Inner eye, there we go. And paste that on here. Okay, that should do the trick. I'm not entirely sure what's going on with the eye lit here. It looks like it has a bit of a, it has some kind of a, some kind of a texture on it, or it isn't entirely opaque. I believe there's an issue there. Uh, let's have a look where that would be under geometry. Yes, the cutout opacity. I, I did probably select the wrong surface there. This needs to be completely opaque, and the cutout opacity needs to only be applied to the eye shadow. I see that I didn't actually do that. There we go. That's I selected the wrong surface there. Why didn't anybody tell me that? Yes, biscuits. Absolutely, you find it. If you finally found out how the super chat works, I'm glad you overcame the fear. Uh, biscuits told me that she's a little bit uh, ambivalent about the about these these things on on mobile devices of how how to work these things. I'm, I'm I so appreciate you doing that. It's, it's awesome. Thank you so much. I can't thank you enough. And also, thank you for being here, everybody. Thank you for being here, everybody. Biscuits told me she wanted to make the live stream, and um, I'm glad she did. I don't know what's going on here with the eyeshadows opacity. The cutout opacity is still down. I don't know why I keep selecting the wrong material here. This is the eyelashes now. And on the eyelashes, on the, oh, there we go. This is just my, my being stupid here again. Uh, under geometry, this is now definitely the eyelashes selected. Right, there we go. 0.6 on the eyelashes for opacity. Ay caramba, as they say over here. In Miami, <laughs> or the Cubans say that actually. That's that's. Uh... So there we go. I think I'm kind of happy with her face. It's getting there. I think I'm happy with that. Let's have a look. Uh, I know, I'm going over an hour again, aren't I? But I, maybe I can't help it any other way. Let's apply the same principles that we've learned to uh, some of the other things. So the clothing I'm going to deal with next. Uh, I'm going to go and apply a little bit of a shine to the hair now. So I think for the hair, I'm going to use more or less the same thing that I've used for the skin, except for the fact that I'm going to make it a little bit shinier. So I'll apply a bit of a shine to it. So a little bit of reflectivity there. And if you're not entirely sure which properties those are, there's ever so complex eye ray base shader or even more complex skin shader, then you can always have a look at the uh, differences of these, of these tabs. So let's, let's try that next. I've messed up my camera here again, haven't I? I was going to use camera two as the close-up one. So let's have a look just at the hair here. 
and I think the hair has just got one material yes it's just called hair and uh, with it selected we can just have a quick browse through the uh, through the properties here so we've got white as a base color with a texture applied and the texture is called Stacy short hair text so we should be able to find that as soon as we apply the skin shader this is going to go away so um, yes there's that whoops under base there's really nothing else metallic flakes and top coat we don't have volume we don't have emission and geometry cut out opacity on the geometry okay so we have a bit of a um, uh, opacity map here so let's let's see what that is short hair trans okay let's do this thing apply let's select the regular uh, the regular skin head that's good that's a good thing to start with copy selected surface select the hair again and just apply that paste that to the hair and that'll now make the hair well look very cartoonish because we don't have uh, a proper texture here but uh, that's okay we're gonna get soon get um, soon give it that I'm gonna go and make the base color white again and then I'm gonna go and select that short hair texture on that there's also the translucency color which uh, I believe we can also apply that texture to let's just go and do that and uh, the translucency color well that's just um, let's leave that let's let's also make that white in fact we can see that there's a little bit of a shine to this whole thing there already but it's not quite the the color that I'd like the hair to shine at so I would like the hair to be to have a kind of a um, kind of a brownish reflectivity also I, I think the hair texture currently is a bit um, what's the word it's kind of occluded but uh, let's see what what we can do there uh, that is probably under the geometry let's apply that uh, transparency map short hair trans first and see if that has an effect no that only has an effect on here so that we that we see these cutouts here so then in order for the hair to get a bit of a shine do we have a top coat no we have a volume I don't think we quite need that uh, that subsurface scattering there so dual lobe specular I think I'm gonna go set these values to uh, to the default so let's get rid of that that's easy on the computer resources as well then we have glossy we've got a glossy layered weight if we get rid of that then we see that all I see now is that the hair is just a little bit darker but we don't get that extra layer on top of that so if I, I suppose if I put that to one then I get a lot of shine and a lot of reflectivity there but there's another value we can have a look at under glossy glossy um, color is one thing we can play with so we can probably make that a little bit kind of uh, darker I like the I like the dark idea so that, that that hair is kind of not reflecting white is now reflecting more of a brownish color so that's something we can we can play with uh, but there's also um, uh, one other thing that we can make the uh, well make the layered weight a little bit less perhaps I think it's just a little bit 
dark for my liking right now. We can play with the roughness. If we make if we make it less rough, then things get more shiny. So the the I suppose the specular spots on the hair now get smaller. When the roughness increases, then those spots get slightly larger. So that's that's one thing that can create a shine on the hair here. Bump that we don't have. So hmm, we can probably uh, we can have a look at the geometry and if we wanted to see what we can do with the cutout opacity here, is that something that'll that'll do the trick? So I'm just I'm just playing around here. I'm seeing if any of that has a desired effect that makes the hair look a little bit more natural the way I I would like to see it. Cut out opacity is probably not a good idea to play with that. Perhaps maybe set it to 0.9 so that the hair doesn't look like a complete occlusion. It's kind of it makes it a little bit more uh, see-through. If you set that to anything less than that, that makes the hair more transparent. And I think at that point we would probably need a hair cap that would be applied to the head first so that you can see through the hair, but you don't then see kind of a skin head underneath the hair so that's why hair caps by uh, hair prop makers usually use these hair caps so that there's a bit of cut out opacity applied to that so that when you look through the hair you don't see a naked head you see you see something with color which is usually the head color so it's something to play around with i think i'm going to just leave that on 0.9 and maybe i'll just leave the hair as it is i still don't think it's it's quite as light as i'd like it to be Oh yeah, base color scatter only scatter and transmit intensity. That's something we can also try. One of those things. Uh, I'll leave it as it is for now. Perhaps I'll just leave this on scatter only. And uh, let's have a look at her clothing items and see how we can how we can trans transform those into materials that that look good in iRay. So I think that's kind of our character done here. I like I like the idea that this is uh, that that what we've done here so far uh, that rendered in iris. Let's have a quick look. Why is that camera in the front? We don't really need to see that, do we? So the camera itself, don't really want that visible in the renders. There we go. So that compared to what it looked like before, is kind of, it's a good step in the right direction. Hair color, as I said, we can we can we can fix that maybe a little bit later. I don't want to keep it too long. I just want to show you what we can do to uh, get those clothes converted to something that looks handsome in iRay. So with that, I'm not going to go to the Charlotte shaders. I'm just going to go and leave Charlotte alone now, and uh, we're going to go and start with some library shaders. So I don't really know what this material is supposed to be, but for a kind of a cartoon look, we can always have a look at the regular iRay shaders that are that come with that studio. So let's have a look. If we go and have a look at the top first. Let's select the surface of the top and let's just have a look what the what the things are we have. So we've got a shirt and we have a shirt trim. Both of these have a texture applied and I suppose they would have maybe a little bit of a shine there. 
So all we need to do really is to remember what the texture is called. And then we can also have a look if, the, if there's maybe a transparency map applied. No, there isn't, that's perfect. So all we need to remember now is the name of the texture map, which is in this case, um, it is uh, 3DUSSS underscore short top text. Catchy title. So uh, we'll just remember that's where that is at the top here. And um, with the shirt selected, let's head over to presets and have a look under the IRA materials. If we see something along the lines of this leather, there's liquids, marble, metal noise, there's a pattern. Do we use a pattern? Or maybe there's just some kind of other, um, just, a, just a cloth material here. Carpet. It's an idea. Fabric. Let's have a look in fabrics. So some of these, the, the bottom ones here, they don't actually come with Das Studio. This is a, a Platinum Club freebie product that uh, I got, I think, last week. The Sleek Launch um, set. I, I think I've played around with it on uh, one of my other tutorials about how to explain cameras in the Das Studio 101 series. Check that out. It's a 40-minute video. I didn't mean to be for, the, for that to be so long, but it just it just turned out that way. And uh, I'm telling you everything I know about cameras inside Das Studio, even though it feels like I'm barely scratching the surface of that. So that's where these are from. But here we have carpet, carpet measured, silk, and velvet. So we can try both of these things to apply that to her top. Let's try silk and uh, see what that looks like. We can even have two different materials. So uh, this is now a flat color that's generated just from all the iray values there. Whoops, there we go, sorry, there we go, full screen. This is now, um, a flat color that's generated with iray values but we can just simply go through that and see where the colors are actually coming from so it's probably under base there we go we've got a glossy color there and we have a base color that's kind of not entirely white it's like half gray let's see what happens when we apply our texture to that so that's a short top texture and then that'll probably be, oh no, we don't see anything. That's probably maybe it's because the glossy color is in the way there. Or the glossy, um, the glossy, the glossiness is probably set to 100%. Yeah, so maybe we don't need all that much there. If I trim that down a little bit, is the texture shining through? No, it's not. What a shame. That also may have to do with the top coat that they've gone, that they've put on there. Yeah, top coat. We've got a top coat that's also got that. Uh, color. Let's set that to scatter and transmit and see when that um, when that texture is shining through. Maybe we don't actually need a top weight here that takes the shine off of that. Yeah. So that's it's kind of a, the surface is what I want, but uh, I'm not getting the I'm not getting the the actual texture shining through. Ooh. Yeah, so that's not a shader that I can use here. I'm I'm afraid. So um, yeah, it's good to try this out. Let's try another one. Let's try velvet, velvet red, and see what that looks like. 
other than it just being velvet it may have other surface properties that we can tweak so uh, once again the the red comes through from something i'm going to go and apply my uh, top texture here and see if and when it shines through this is kind of a very much for me this is very much like a, a trial and error kind of process here glossy color i suppose we can also just add the texture to the glossy color that should do a trick there we go cool so now i can see the texture shining through and of course i don't want that to be red so i'm going to go and set that to white again there we go that's something maybe i could try i could have tried that on the silk shader just override that color with the texture map so if I compare the one on the bottom here that we haven't changed to the one on the top, I'm really getting the feel that there's a, there's a kind of a material going on now. So I, I do like that. There's some kind of inconsistency going on here, probably with the reflectiveness of the material. Let's just quickly go through that. It's probably some other redness applied here somewhere. Uh, yeah, the top coat color, there we go. Let's, let's switch the top coat color also to white. And that should get rid of that on the bottom there. Perfect. Emission geometry, that's perfect. Okay, so the shirt shader, let's just copy that and put it to the shirt trim so that those two surfaces look exactly alike. And uh, move on to the trousers here, her shorts. So I like that. This is this is really nice. This is not just a flat material. It has something else going on there. Nice surface properties, but we've retained the texture of the original clothing item there. So with the trousers here, same thing. We've got pockets, shorts, and trim. So I believe we can probably just use the same material on all of them. Short pants text is the texture we're looking for. Let's convert all of these surfaces to a material such as, well, let's go with silk again. Let's, you know, now that we've worked out how to, how to tweak the velvet shader, maybe we'll do the silk shader and just get a different kind of material there. Almost good enough to leave it there if, if you wanted her to wear blue pants, but let's bring that, let's bring that texture back. So let's, let's start with the regular shorts material here base color glossy color as we said we're just going to go and override that with the pants texture and uh, yeah that's that and i think i'm going to go and switch that to white so that we have a the, the whole color that the that the texture has to offer and i think i'm already kind of happy with it i mean it's kind of a, a good luck thing um, uh, because uh, the trousers are blue and the texture is blue as well. So I guess under the, uh, what was it, top coat, we don't really need to change this to another color because those two kind of complement each other. But uh, if we just stick with the same uh, thing that we had there before, pants texture, and put that color to white, then that's kind of the same uh, myth methodology that we followed with the shirt. So let's go and copy that material apply it to the pockets and the trim whoops paste that and that should look cohesive so there we go i think we've we've outfitted stacy for use in iray perhaps now that we've uh, figured out the the mysteries of the of the um glossy color thing perhaps we'll do the same thing with the with the hair what do you think Let's try the hair under the 
was it not the geometry was the where was it now the the oh they're glossy we can apply the same hair texture to the glossy color to the to, sorry the hair texture to the glossy color channel of the hair now where was the hair again where was that hair well, I'll just go and have a look in the diffuse and see short hair text there we go excellent so let's look for short hair text oh, short hair text I was on it and then we're going to go and make the glossy color white see that makes the hair a little bit lighter it doesn't really does it but hey it was worth a try glossy layer very passing a little bit more intense again no I'm not having much luck perhaps you're having better luck than I have anyway that is it for today this is how I uh, transfer kind of tweak the materials uh, to give Stacy an IRA look uh, with a bit of patience you can apply the same principles to other figures like LaRue and all the other older characters that you may or may not want to use in the uh, IRA rendering engine so thanks everyone for watching biscuits has to leave now of course biscuits watch the rest later i'm, I'm so glad you could make it uh, thank you so much everyone else for for uh, joining me today uh, i'd like to thank all my patreon supporters for for generously giving money to me to make the world a better place and to support me on this mission to bring you more content christina recently commented on the fact that she's been away she's in rehab i hope you're doing okay um, i hope it's not going to be too stressful for you there and i hope uh, they're gonna they're not gonna put you through hell remember this is all to make you feel better and uh, I hope they're gonna do an excellent job at that the, the, uh, rehab clinics in, in Germany uh, they usually do a good job at, at bringing you back uh, to uh, to full speed at least it's a good it's a good way to it's a good way to push through this if you're in if, if you've had an accident or if you had uh, whatever you've had after uh, a major operation or whatever they, they put you in a, a kind of a clinics like a, it's not an outpatient thing it's an inpatient thing but it's not a hospital as such just in case you don't know the rehab thing how it works in germany it's a it's paid for by health insurances if you can get it it's fantastic and uh, they 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 do put you through exercises to kind of recover after these things and you know um one of my uh, patreon supporters one of my viewers christina she's she's doing it right now so uh, she's not at home i wish you all the best and you know maybe these tutorials will keep you going anyway christina commented on the fact that i've been very busy at the beginning of this year this is i think my 11th video in this in january alone january isn't even over yet and it's all down to my new uh, strict regime of having three days in my day job and having four days for all this and i really want to take this seriously i want to really want to take this to the next level and um, you all help me by just being here and supporting me with that so that's why i've been so busy and i hope i can keep this up my dear friends thank you so much for watching uh, let's wish julia all the best for next week when she's going to be at the dentist again i hope they're not going to do anything major join me next friday of course for another live stream at which i'm not even going to i'm not i don't even know what i'm going to do yet if you have any questions or suggestions of topics that you want to see covered then please let me know either in the comments or drop them in the live chat i'm also going to come out with one more episode of the Studio 101 series 
uh, being released either this weekend or early next week. We're going to talk about lighting. Uh, we've talked about cameras now. It's lighting is next. And we're going to do lighting both in 3D light as well as in iRay. So those are separate videos, of course, until we get to the render settings. And then also one of the, another thing, I just, just a heads up what's going to happen in the future. Uh, the, the, the iRay 101 series, so sorry, the Dash Studio 101 series isn't going to cover uh, characters much. I've, I've uh, talked about that, but characters is such a complex topic that I've decided I'm going to make a separate series for that. Dash Studio 201. And, um, you know, that's one thing that that's going to happen after the regular series is finished. Speaking of finished, one last look at that uh, render in my viewport here. It doesn't look bad, does it? It doesn't look bad. I'm going to go and give her a pose and um, render a portrait image. I'm going to post that on my community tab and on my Facebook page as well, if you want to have a look at the final render. In fact, let me just press save so I don't mess anything up. And don't forget, once I've converted all the shaders of Stacy into iRay, all my Patreon supporters will get a copy. My friends, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for watching, and I will see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.